Welcome to Thoughts of a Veteran Christian Mental Health Dude. I am your host, Rich Watson. And over the last week, I've been doing some studying and uh, some scripture reading and a bunch of different things. And a recurring theme has been coming up in some of the things I've been looking at. And so I really took that as a sign that this is what you should be talking about uh, this week in, in your podcast. And so the subject that kept coming up was, or more, more specifically, a word that kept coming up was the word peacemaker. And of course, in the scriptures, right, in Matthew, we read, blessed are the peacemakers. Um, and, and that's probably where a lot of this comes from. And that's where I think I, I first heard it this week. But blessed are the peacemakers, uh, for they shall be called the children of God. Right. And that's the typical. It's in Matthew, um, I believe, chapter chapter five, verse nine. Uh, I had a really great talk that I read this week about being a peacemaker. And so I started to do some research and I actually came across a couple things I just wanted to share and kind of spitball with you guys today. Uh, the first thing was somebody said, you know, that one of the original things called a peacemaker outside of the Bible was a uh, cult pistol. And it was called a peacemaker because you would just take whatever it was that was bothering you in your life and shoot it and it'd be gone and it'd be out of your life. And as I thought about that, I said, well, that's one way to make peace, but are you really making peace in that respect, right? Is anybody who has gone through something like that where you've had to uh, take somebody else's life or shoot somebody or anything of that nature, uh, that definitively doesn't really cause inner peace. In fact, it's something that weighs on you and weighs with you for quite some time. Most of my veteran friends will will definitely understand that and know that. Uh, but it was called the peacemaker because it was cutting out whatever was bothering you in your life. And I think that's one way to look at peace, but I don't know that it's the Christian way to do it. Now, sure, let's be clear. There are situations that if you're in that if they're really rough, hard situations, abuse, infidelity, uh, things of that nature, where if you decide for my peace, I am cutting this completely out of my life, that's perfectly fine. And that is 100% your call. But there's another side of peace, being a peacemaker that I think speaks to our mental health and to our relationship with Christ. And that is a peacemaker as it is referenced in the Bible. I found this really cool thing as I was looking it up, and it was just a a lady's blog, but she talks specifically about the five characteristics of a peacemaker. Uh, And and it was really good. I actually cannot find the person's name. It's just her. It's by Sarah was the article I read, but she talked about the five characteristics of a peacemaker. And the first one, probably in my mind, which is the toughest one, is that a peacemaker allows peace to rule in their own heart. And as I thought about this from the perspective of a veteran, this is what we struggle with a lot is do we allow peace to rule in our heart or is it constantly a state of um, just torment or a state of frustration or a state of being irritated? Do but do we allow peace to rule? Do we do the things that will help bring peace in our lives? Uh, how do we grab a hold of that peace? From the Christian standpoint, we surrender to Christ. We turn it over to him. We allow him to create peace in our heart. Um, But sometimes that doesn't necessarily make sense. You know, understanding that the peace that the world offers is temporary, but the peace that God offers can be eternal. So we allow peace to be in our heart. We do those things that allow that to happen versus those things that pull away from our peace. Because it's hard to be a peacemaker if you cannot find that in your own life. So first one, allow peace to rule in your heart. The second one she mentioned is peacemakers are active, not passive. This one I loved. Uh, And and an example would be, you know, if you have two people that are fighting, uh, even in your family, maybe to keep the peace for yourself, you just avoid them, or you don't, you know, you just allow them to fight and you step away. Maybe even just agree with them when they complain to you about each other or whatever. 
But that's a very passive way of being a peacemaker. And ultimately, that's not going to bring peace into your life, especially if these people are consistently in your life. Rather, an active peacemaker is going to try to see all sides of an argument. They're going to look at the different perspectives. They're going to look for overlapping views or areas where there could be a compromise. And a true peacemaker is going to be active, trying to bring those parties together, trying to take away their frustrations and work through that hard stuff to help them reconcile. A true peacemaker is not going to be passive. They will be active in helping others find peace. Now, the third thing, and it sounds almost the opposite, though, is the third thing is a true peacemaker is gentle. Uh, can you really imagine a, a hostile peacemaker, somebody being forceful? No, that, that's just not going to work, right? A peacemaker has to be gentle. They have to uh, just kind of work that way or else no one is going to listen to them, uh, go to them for their advice or reconcile with them. As, as a peacemaker, as a peacekeeper, we have to be willing to listen. We have to be able to slow down and be careful in how we respond. People's feelings may be involved or it might be a sensitive topic. And so if we're hostile about it, all it's going to do is drive a further wedge. So also, with that being said, though, being gentle doesn't mean we always agree with people. In fact, we sometimes have to disagree, but there's a way to do that. And there's a polite way to do that where we can keep the peace, right? There's this big myth in today's society that if we disagree on something, we have to be rude to each other. We have to hate each other. And that's not the case at all. So again, first one so far, remember a true peacemaker or true peacekeeper has to let peace rule in their heart. Second one, uh, they're active, not passive. Third one is they're gentle. The fourth one, though, is they're resolute in the truth. Uh, while peacekeepers are open to hearing all sides, and they should be, like we said earlier, they are not willing to set aside one, as a Christian, God's truth to appease someone else. Uh, they're not willing to mute their own convictions uh, just to make sure somebody else feels good. But again, you're going to do it in that gentle way and in that right way. So you want to seek out uh, your own truth, uh, what it is that, that's true to you, and be resolute in that and be stand, stand fast in that, but do that in a way that doesn't necessarily drive a wedge. Again, we can disagree without being disagreeable agreeable, right? Uh, so stand for your truth, stand resolute in that truth. And the last one is that a true peacemaker is patient. They have to have patience. Uh, this can be messy, right? When you're trying to resolve problems, whether it's with you and somebody else, whether it's within you, whether it's between two people. And usually it's not going to be easy. It's not going to just happen overnight, right? Oftentimes, it's, it's, it takes time. And so you have to be patient because peacemaking, ultimately, peacemaking is a divine work. It's something that Christ would want us to do. Uh, and peacemaking is something that is so good for our mental health. So as we look at this from those perspectives, those five things is what helps us to be a peacemaker. You allow peace to rule in your heart. You're active, not passive. You're gentle. You're resolute in the truth and you're patient. As we look at this concept of being a peacemaker, a peacekeeper, uh, whatever term you want to use, the key word to that is peace. And if you are mental health, uh, if you're struggling with your mental health, that peace is really hard to find. And so you have to strive to make peace with yourself because if you don't, it's going to really be hard to make peace with others. And as veterans, I think sometimes, you know, I, I once met a guy who was a Marine and um, really good friends, good friends to this day, but we, uh, we hit it off on the wrong foot and we kind of got to arguing and he pushed me. And I remember saying to this guy, Hey, look, man, we, you don't have to be violent, right? We can, we can argue without pushing or punching or whatever. And he looked at me and goes, I'm a Marine. I like violence. 
to this day, that stood out to me about this guy. I'm like, I'm a Marine. I like violence. And I've known plenty of veterans who have that mentality of violence is who I am. No, it, it's really not. I don't think God intended that to be who anybody is. In fact, God would like us all to be peacemakers and peacekeepers. So that is something that we have to work at, right? As veterans, maybe we were trained in that. Maybe we were trained in the art of violence. And violent when you have to be, I understand that. Violent all the time. That's a struggle, and that as uh, as an individual is going to play against your mental health. That is going to be so against what you believe as a Christian, and it's going to hinder you in becoming this peacemaker, this peacekeeper that I think we should all be striving to be. So what does that mean, right? What next? What do we do? First, I want you to think about how do you become a peacemaker? And I think the very first step is to take that to God. If that's something that you know you're struggling with is keeping peace, helping peace, all of that, take it to God, surrender that to him and let him know that that's something you want to work on, right? Uh, Take the lead in reaching out to the people you feel you need to connect with. Um, Stop talking bad about other people. Ensure the things that you say invite peace, right? Uh, And there's a couple of questions I think we could ask ourselves if we're really wanting to work on this in our lives. The first one is maybe something like this. Uh, Why do I make cutting remarks to another person? As a peacemaker, I shouldn't be doing that. Why do I make demeaning remarks about people? What causes me to resent somebody? Why do I continue to nurse wounds or hurts from somebody instead of forgiving them? And what is it that caused me to be envious or jealous of somebody? Those things can really hinder you becoming a peacemaker. And if you take a look at those in your life, maybe that's something you can start to explore. But for me, as I've gone through this, the biggest thing I've got to, got to look at is two things really for me. First is the way I talk about people. There are people who I may harbor some feelings towards that don't even know it. And that in and of itself is just poor. It's, it's poor discipleship. It's poor leadership. It's poor friendship. The list could go on and on. So one, you know, I want to start being cautious of what I'm saying about people, um, in conversation, right? How am I talking about people? Am I talking about them in a peaceful, loving way? Or am I saying things that are demeaning? But then two, and this is probably the biggest one for me is when I'm having a rough day or when I'm not feeling that peace in my heart, how do I separate that from how I act towards other people? Because like the very first thing we said, a peacemaker has to have peace in their own heart. And I don't think that this is like a one-time thing, right? I think it's almost a daily thing. At least for me, it is establishing that peace in my heart because there are days when I'm just not feeling it. And when that happens, it shows to everybody. So how do we work through that? How do you uh, make that change in your life? And I think for me, it's first being very cognizant of being very cognizant of, okay, I'm having a bad day. That doesn't mean I have to ruin it for everybody else. Just because I may not be feeling internal peace today, that doesn't mean I have to ruin everybody else's chance of it. Uh, And that goes back to one of the things that I, I enjoy talking about with veterans is that concept of people who enjoy, enjoy use that term, being a disgruntled veteran. Uh, If that's a title that you carry around and enjoy carrying it around, then this peacemaker thing is going to seem very foreign to you. But I will promise you this. I would rather be a veteran, a person, whatever, who is a peacemaker than a disgruntled anything. And I think most of us would. So that's my thought for the week. What is it that you are doing to be a peacemaker? What is it that you are doing in your life to allow inner peace and to help others find peace and see peace and ultimately that peace that really only Christ can offer. Rich out. (laughs) 